Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, otherwise known as RBL, a show that incorporates baby boomers and uh, millennials' ideas and perspectives. With the hottest news, reviews, and interviews, and guidance on the transition of brick and mortar to click and order. And now I'm proud to introduce former veteran, military police, and a member of Knights of Columbus, my dad, James Zuli. And my son, Chairman and CEO of Easyway Network, known as the Digital Dick Clark, Eric Zuli. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on today's radio show and their guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of Easyway Broadcasting. Good, good morning, listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easyway family, and good morning to the superstar host of the show. My son, Eric Zuli. Eric, are you ready to rock and roll? I'll tell you what, uh, I can't believe I'm going around already seeing the holiday stuff on the shelves. They're, I mean, are they pushing in it a little bit? We're not even done with summer, and there's Halloween skeletons hanging around. <laughs> Good morning, Easy Way family. Hey, Dad. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Ready to so, rock and roll, Eric. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's amazing. It's summer. You know, we're looking forward to summer. Summer's here, and the holidays are going to be on us. So we want to start out with the show. Yeah, the holidays are on us. We're getting ready to get to October and November, Thanksgiving and, and Halloween. And want to start out with the show by letting everybody know that this is brought to you by EasyWayNetwork.com. Letter E, letter Z, EasyWayNetwork.com. Make sure you create your account and set up your profile. Because whenever we do media broadcasts like this with radio, uh, TV, as well as our, our magazine, we give you the chance to follow up and interact and actually connect with who you listen to. So if you listen to the show today and you hear somebody you might want to connect with, our platform allows you to do that. It's also broadcasted and distributed on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Player FM, Amazon, Apple, iTunes, and Naturally, Easy Way Radio, EasyWayPodcast.com. It's going to be a fantastic show. And uh, we're going to go commercial break here. And then um, we're going to get into the, the hot topics. And this commercial that we're playing is a special commercial. And if you can prove that you heard this commercial from this show, you save a lot of money on our membership. You just got to show proof. Yeah. <laughs> Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Good time, and I'll start out with a hot topic. I mean, I looked at the map and of the United States, and I've never seen temperatures like that. You know, you'll see a 60 and an 80 and maybe a 90 here and there across the from California to New York, 
it was like all in the 90s, 80, well, upper 80s, 90s, some over 100. And so it's been a long, hot summer. But, you know, everybody weathered the, the heat. You know, they found their ways to keep cool and so on. But it was record-breaking. And uh, as far as travelers, they still got out, didn't stop. 200, 219 million travelers this summer, a lot of people going a lot of places. People feel summer ends on Labor Day weekend. But scientifically, summer ends and autumn begins each year on September 22nd. So now you know. And uh, try to get you a couple facts here and there. Now, of course, they say the 22nd or 23rd, just to be precise. More than 100 found alive. And the list of Maui for the unaccounted for hundreds still missing, but they're still finding people. A list of 388 has been posted of people that are still missing. Uh, federal judge sets Trump trial date for March 2024. And uh, Trump is... is saying he's totally innocent. A lot of people think he is, and he is by far the front runner. And uh, we got Christie and Pence, and a lot of them are in the single digits, so uh, uh, not much. They got a long way to go there. So anyway, Florida Gulf Coast braces for Category 3 hurricane as a tropical storm. Now, I'll let you figure it out. I-D-A-L-I-A. Idalia, I guess, as it gets stronger. Ukrainian troops Breach Russia's defenses to retake uh, Robotlane. So, you know, it's going to be a long bout there. They say it could go on for uh, several years. Giant alligator. Didn't get the specific length, but there's, like, a lot of people holding this alligator. It was a monster. Caught down in Mississippi. Broke all the records. Okay, August 28th, and we are already seeing, like Eric and I were saying, the Halloween uh, stuff up on the shelves. They, I guess the first people out there sell the most. But you know what happens, Halloween, and then uh, you know, then you're looking at Thanksgiving, and I'm glad I didn't take my tree down because, well, whatever. Uh, it just goes so fast. A fighter jet crashed at the Michigan Air Show. All crew members survived because they safely ejected. Uh, Telsa is uh, cutting prices again in China. Uh, many are driving electric cars, you know, driving their cars, but some of them take them back and, and stick to the fuel. So it's kind of up in there. I, I think it's accessibility, and uh, they want to be able to plug in some, you know, you get the apartment complex, plexus and everything, or to go out for a drive. They want to make sure there's somewhere you can plug in. So you don't run out of gas there, but you run out of electric. So they can solve that problem. Maybe there'll be more electrics running on the road. Fitness people are in the millennials and and the boomers are trying to get back in shape. Healthier diets being made more aware of uh, what to eat. And uh, they got the home gyms and the gym gyms to go to. And they're realizing that when they take the time to keep in shape, they're not looking at doctor visits when they get older. You know, keep the weight down, keep in shape. And you could do it in a lot of fun ways. I have the list. I can't, don't have time to go through it now, but there's so many groups and social activities out there like, if you're not into the fast-paced tennis, you can do the pickleball, and it's not quite as fast-paced as it said, and it'll keep you in shape. But there's a lot of social groups out there, and, you know, that's what we're trying to do is get the word out there. You you don't have to be a shuffler at 60, 65 years old. My giant challenge, which I've mentioned, I won't go into it now, but I'm going to have a giant challenge, and I want whoever wants to get on board with me can do my giant challenge with me. So with that, Eric, we'll move on to uh, what's coming up next. And there's so much, there's so much stuff. Okay, another, you know, there's a, uh, okay, we have, okay, we have a lot of callers coming in. And we can't take all the callers. But we have uh, uh, different sessions we're going to be working on. I'm going to be sharing with you, uh, you know, where the economists say to put your money, uh, how AI is affecting us. In fact, we have a guest coming on later today. He's going to be talking about AI. It's going to be a game changer, big time. And uh, so where to put your money, the best places to, uh, you know, a lot of health tips and so on. And uh, baby boomers, uh, there's, of course, we're covering all bases here, but uh, to be careful when, after a certain age because you're losing money at one age, it's in your 30s or 40s, it's one thing, but 
losing it uh, when you're in your 60s. I went through a little bout. Uh, I, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I did that in the Gulf Coast, and I, uh, I lost a lot of homes in the, uh, in, in Katrina. So uh, what I did was I had Florida and the North Gulf Coast, and I had insurance, but some of the insurance is doesn't cover floods. So all right, all right, Dad, are you there? There you go. Yeah, I'll just right, give him so, a little tip about don't put all your eggs in one basket with uh, when you're a senior, and be careful on investing when you have money. Hold great on, tips, money. great tips, great uh, advice, uh, great news. I mean, we got to change the hot topics to hot news. Uh, it's great information, though. I mean, I, people just need to go to this Try podcast. To They'd be kept up with the with the news, but we got to get to our first guest, and you guys can Absolutely. first and foremost go to easywayi.com and connect with her. Letter E, letter Z, W A Y I, Easyway Interactive, easywayi.com, and our first guest is Marla Press. Marla Press is a ideal person for you to meet if you have a passion for speaking and you want to really get speaker ready. Her, her passion is to take speakers from fear to fabulous and from good to extraordinary. And she wants to help stop any self-doubt in connecting to your audience and build your presence, trust factor and impact so you can attract more clients and live the lifestyle that you desire. She's a platinum member and we're proud to bring her to the stage here on Radio Boomers Live, iHeartRadio. Welcome to the stage, Marla Press. Marla. Hey, Eric Good and James. Morning, Marla. Hey, Hi, Marla. I'm so Thanks. excited to be here. I love <laughs> that you do hot time. topics because my whole brand is is Speakers on Fire Academy and it's all about oh. firing up your audience and hot topics and how to stand out from the crowd and, and be hot. Well, you know, All right, you well, tell us how to nail on the head. Unique is the key. You know, you have to have that unique little thing in there to get their attention. But, you know, uh, a lot of people, and, and there's a big fear barrier there about getting in front, and a lot of people want to do it, but it's breaking the whatever that wall is to do. How do you do that, Marla? I mean, a lot of people may want to be a speaker, but they're kind of, you know, like who wants to stand in front of a crowd? You have to kind of get used to it, don't you? Yeah, part of it is practice. And a bigger part of it is knowing good techniques. And what I always start with is their energy and presence. And that's kind of a buzzword. People don't really, really know what presence means. (laughs) But let me give you an example. Somebody will walk into a room or walk onto a stage, and immediately the energy shifts. And people want to know what they have to say. They get tuned in immediately, and you can't even describe it. And other people will walk into a room or on a stage, and the energy doesn't shift, and and you're, you're not really sure that you want to listen to that person yet. So that's what I help people do is to bring that presence, that embodiment, into their full body presence so that they are magnetic, so that they connect to people right away. Wow, hey, you're Marla, about I, I, I love that, and I love the fact that you, you, know, you can just hear the energy in your voice just by being interviewed. I can just imagine what you're like on stage and what you teach uh, your, your members. One thing I wanted to point out well, is I, I, looked, I looked on the Easy Way Interactive platform, and I looked at your profile, and kudos to you because you really dug into your profile. You made your profile look awesome. It looks like this fire thing and, and you got the speakers on fire banner and guys, I really suggest you go to easywayi.com and search for Marla press. If you like what she has to say, or if you need any help at all in, in getting speaker ready. Um, but Marla and sorry to interrupt you, dad, but we have so many people We have 3,500 members. We have hundreds, uh, hundreds of thousands of people that we reach within social media and probably 75% of that audience wants to get out there and be an authority. They want to get on more stages, whether they're podcasts or, or stages. But it's what you do at this stage to make it work for you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, that's so important. Yeah. So I always tell people your message is important, 
but communication is only 7 to 10 percent. Most people say 7. I just round it up to 10 percent of your communication, the words you use. That's it, 10 percent. It's 70 percent, or some people will say 55 percent. I say it's 70 percent your energy, and what that includes is your presence, your body language, your confidence, and your passion. And that needs to come across for you to stand out, for people to think that you are an authority, for people, if you don't have confidence in yourself, people aren't going to have confidence in your message. So it all starts there. You know, and that radiates, doesn't it? But just backtracking a little bit, what you said about, you know, the initial, you know, when you first go on stage, so on, that's so important. I, uh, I read one time where we were redoing a studio, and they said you get 62% more response from a client when they first step into your studio. Just little things like the receptionist or the color or the whatever the ambiance is in the entry hall. And when the person stands on stage, it's really it's, it's amazing how that initial you know contact with that person you know when they walk out how important it is. And Absolutely. People, you know, we're all human, so we, we judge each other all the time, right? Yeah. That's just human yeah. nature, and that's why people are so afraid of public speaking. And when you're, you know, a lot of us now are not even on stage, we're on Zoom. And on Zoom, people really don't know how to own that stage, because that is a stage also. So I help people with all kinds of techniques to be good on video and be good on stage. That me that matters a lot. You know, it's great that you that you said that because everything is digital nowadays. And uh, you know, as you know, EasyWayEvents.com. The uh, all right. Okay, so we have, we have a lot of calls coming in. Are you are you there? I'm here. Yes. I don't know if uh, Eric got cut off. <laughs> well, we had we're getting uh, too many calls coming in, and sometimes uh, the engineer will. Click over, and then he'll try to set something up. But anyway, the uh, you know what we we're talking about uh, the attitude. And now, how with the situation with the online, how do you think that comes through, or how much is that affected? By it's a difference when you you walk on on stage and the people say you can feel the presence. You know, when somebody walks in the room, you can kind of feel. How does that affect? when somebody's doing this digitally and they're, you know, you can see them come out on stage and that, I, I suppose it makes a difference. Maybe is there a different format they would use? Absolutely. The, the type of the way you speak, your presence, and how you engage the audience is completely different whether you're on stage or whether you're on Zoom or any other online presence. And part of that is, you know, if I'm on a big stage, I'm going to have a much bigger voice, and I'm going to do things to own that stage. When you're on a Zoom call, you want to connect to the audience first. The connection is really, really important, and there's a lot of ways to do that. So you might start with a compelling story. You know, it's fun. I, lo- I love that your, your um, broadcast is about boomers and millennials because I just did a series uh, of videos uh-huh all about old school versus new school and the way people used to start their speaking or used to the techniques they would use and what we really need to do now. So one of the ways that people used to start their speaking, and a lot of people still do this, is they say, how many of you are entrepreneurs? How many of you want to make more money? Oh, my God. And that's, you know, it's it's a turnoff. (laughs) It's a turnoff. Get them involved. Yeah. Yeah, so we want to involve the audience, but not by these questions that aren't that meaningful. If you're going to ask a question, it should be meaningful and not three in a row. But it's even better if you start with a story, something that's compelling. And I also involve the audience in so many – even on Zoom, people think on Zoom you can't involve the audience. And most speakers just tell people to put something in the chat. And that's not bad because you are involving the audience, but I'd rather have people give me a thumbs up or have people 
do something with their body. I have people stand up. I have people raise their arms, even if I can't see them. So even right now on this radio show, I can't see your audience. But, hey, everyone, give me a thumbs up if you'd rather be involved when you hear a speaker instead of just have someone talk at you. It's so much more fun. It's so much more engaging, and you're going to want to hear more when you're involved. Yeah, and you mentioned the two. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're a baby boomer show, but we cover all bases. You know, you remember uh, Betty White's uh, show with uh, Retha Gray was my co-host for for years on here, and we would share that. You know, uh, and but see now, years ago you had the the younger people and the you know the the break with the generation, but now it's it's intertwining because of this uh, technology. Now the, the, the seniors are coming to the younger people or even the parents are coming to the five-year-old or six-year-old child saying, how do you do this? <laughs> you know, and they need instruction on And for them, it's natural, no matter what it is, on a technical thing with the phone or something, they know how to do it. <laughs> but when you, uh, right? So, okay, that's the fear thing, getting back to that. What is it that, so you're, you're saying it's the repetitive thing, but, even speakers today, isn't there a little bit of a little bit of uh, nervous and anxiety or whatever when you first go out, or do you think that just dissipates after a while? You know, with the it comes with confidence, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I've worked with I mostly work with entrepreneurs, but I've worked with doctors and realtors, and I've worked with executives who had already spoken quite a bit, but maybe they had a, an important speech coming up, and so even that person was nervous and there's ways to you know what i hear other speaker trainers say as well nervousness is really just excitement but instead of reframing it that way because our minds don't all you know our 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 critical mind just says "Ah, i don't know if i believe that i'm nervous so instead of doing that i give people an exercise on how to become grounded and centered and calm and resourceful and I take them through this energy exercise and when I do that they automatically have not only more presence but more calm and they're um, they're they're more confident and and a lot less fearful so I don't try and resist it I try and get them to work through it and get into this place that's so powerful it's so important you you guys hear me hello yeah we got you Oh, good. When awesome. They, when they have their, yeah, when they have their routine worked out, uh, like when you speak and you cover and you have it down so well, or like a comedian goes on stage or a Johnny Carson, they have it and it's so natural. But, you know, the realism, people relate to that too. If somebody's out there like, the, you know, the model that trips and she gets all the attention, but it shows, hey, she's human and people make those mistakes. There's that comfort barrier that people like too. And that they can relate to. So, so let me. Yeah, we I, I, have a, I, w- I want to get into the like an educational piece for our listeners. I really want to get, get uh, them to take away something from an expert that does stages. So, so what is a great piece of advice, uh, Marla, that you could share that helps a speaker that's on stage capture the audience and actually get that return, actually get that conversion afterwards, and to attract that audience to want to follow up with you as a speaker. In your opinion, yeah, there's so many things. So, for one, it's this presence. It's having, it's communicating from this embodiment instead of from your headspace, which you, I kind of take people through an exercise. You've seen me sort of do that before, but uh, we don't have time for that right now. So, people can connect with me, and I'm happy to guide them through that. But part of it is that presence, part of it is being vulnerable and not being perfect on stage. So the the ones that don't connect are the ones that practice and practice and memorize their speech, and then they sound robotic. They sound mm-hmm. robotic. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, it's meant, it's yeah. not nearly as captivating. You have to be captivating, and there's a lot of ways to do that. I was mentioning about involving the audience by getting them to move, by getting them to respond to you, so that it's a two-way communication. Whether you can see the audience or not, whether you're in person or not, engagement is so important because the old school way was just give them information, tell them what you were going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. 
And that doesn't work anymore. People don't want information. We got Google and we got ChatGPT and we have YouTube in so many ways that we can get information. We want an experience. We want a connection. We want motivation, inspiration, and transformation. And if you can uh, mm-hmm. engage your audience into those ways, then you will have them lining up to work with you. <laughs> and they've got to be fun the, and exciting and entertaining, too. There's that piece, too. It's, the connection oh, yeah. is just as important, but the entertainment, that's really important, too. Now, is there, is there, a, difference between, yeah. is there a difference between uh, on stage versus being on Zoom, being digital? Is there like we, we were a talking better... about that? Okay, yeah, uh, I, I. If we like yeah, for now, let's go to. Mm-hmm. No, that's where we're covering, Eric, and it was really interesting because, yeah, you don't feel that presence when they're, you know, when they're in front of you and they're on stage. It's one thing, but the digital format, it it is a different. Well, it's a different world now, and a lot of people well, are able to reach a lot more audiences because they can speak to somebody and they could be in another state or another country. So it's opening up big time doors, isn't it? I apologize yeah, if so I, I missed was saying, that, yeah, that, that topic, before, by the way, guys. Because yeah, I was, I was yeah, having I was saying before about the – oh, sorry. I was just saying I was having technical yeah, difficulties. That's why I didn't, I didn't hear you guys cover on that. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a definite difference in, in how you present whether you're on, when you're on video versus on a live stage. And we talked about a, a number of different things and how you involve the audience differently. And I'll just add one more piece to that. So hopefully your listeners uh, were tuned in and heard the rest of it. But one more piece is having the intention of a two-way conversation, regardless of whether you can see. A lot of times we can see people on Zoom, right? But sometimes we Mm -hmm. can't even see them. And either Mm -hmm. way, we want the intention of receiving the audience and not just talking at them. It's not about – a lot of speakers make the mistake of thinking, I have this great information and I have to give it to you and I have to get it all out there. But it's not about information. It's about this connection. So you want to give them, yes, you want to give them some good teaching points. But the way you do it and the way you engage the audience is even more important when you're on Zoom. You know, Marley, I always say talk with the audience, not at the audience. Um, But great advice. It definitely truly showed the expert you are in helping people get speaker ready and help people being more effective on on stage on today's uh, podcast. And again, guys, if you want to connect with uh, Marla and you are interested in getting speaker ready, and uh, not only does does she do what she does, but she has a great group of uh, people she deals with with Speaker on Fire. And I know people can go to Speaker on Fire on Facebook and and as well as on Easy Way I, on our platform, I hope that you create a group and you start building a community of of people that want to get help with you as a, as a speaker, but guys definitely search Marla press. And is there any in related, uh, one more question, Marla, any, any with your name press Marla press, is there any relations with press or PR with you? Or is it just happens to be, that's your actual last name. That is my actual last name. Sometimes we make fun. My dad would always say, hey, we're really uh, the Presley family. We're related to Elvis Presley, but we shortened it to Press. But um, no, that's my name, which which I'm um, grateful I have it, and I have used it. I tell people I can help you be hot off the press, and uh, I I can impress you. So Mm -hmm. um, I use it in a lot of different ways. (laughs) It's a great, great last name. Uh, it's it's similar to the Zuli name, and everybody's just like Zuli. Uh, is that relation to Zulu? No. All right. So thank you so much. And for, I, um, I tell people one last little tip is whatever your name is, or maybe your title, make it memorable. There's a lot exactly. of ways to make it memorable. So yeah, that's, that's a great quality. great piece of advice. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on uh, to the show again, guys. Look for, for Marla Press on Easy Way, letter E, letter Z, W A Y I, dot com. If you want to connect. Uh, to Marla, and uh, just create your account, easywaynetwork.com, and then go to easywayi, click on the little uh, top right, it says sites, click on easywayi, search for Marla, and Marla, hopefully we we see you on our next pitch party uh, stage, as you know, that's coming up, and I know you're one of our regulars. I will be there. I love the Easy Way pitch parties. They're so much fun (laughs) and such a great opportunity. I've met great people, And and I look forward to connecting to all your listeners. Thanks for having me on today. 
And thank you. Got you. The thank energy, you. The confidence and the passion for sure. That's, that's, what, that's what <laughs> Thanks, James. I appreciate that. All right. All right. Thank, thank, you. Fired thank you. Thank you. Thank you for okay. getting us fired up on today's Thank show. You. Marla Press, everybody. Make sure you look up Marla Press on Easy Way Network uh, to connect with her. And uh, so we're, Dad, this is an uh, amazing show. We got a lot, of, a lot of people in the audience actually asking questions, a lot of people actually um, commenting, but we don't have uh, enough time, unfortunately, to answer our questions for the audience today. But we are going to well, go, yeah. uh, we are going to get into Carmelita's Corner with an, a very amazing guest, as usual. And maybe we'll have a little bit of time towards the end of the show. So don't go, don't go anywhere. And um, we're going to go ahead and go to commercial break. It tells you a little bit more about our Easy Way pitch party that you can register to get your own free commercial on stage. And we have a special one coming up August and we 30th. Got a special one. It is a oh, yeah. super mega event if you want to get marketed. So you've got two mega marketers, myself and Adam uh, Bricker, who happens to be the founder of Fantasy Football. I'm the founder of Easy Way. We put our skills together. We make you shine online like the star you are, and they get you, you know, uh, speaking ready. They get you ready to be pitched. And it's just, it's really amazing, guys. Go to, go to easywayevents.com and click on Faster Class Pitch Party if you're interested. It's this uh, August and 30th, got, uh, 12 noon. What, Dan? That's right. Yeah, that's right. The 30th, right? Yeah, August 30th, 12 noon. So we're going to go commercial break and give you more information on the pitch party. And when we come back, we will be getting into Carmelita's Corner. Hey, guys. All right. So make sure you join us twice a month every other Thursday for our Easy Way Family Pitch Party, where you'll get to pitch your purpose to gain more followers to your Easy Way Wall of Fame profile. Don't have an Easy Way profile? Make sure you visit EasyWayWallOfFame.com and create your profile. The way this works is you post on your profile whatever it is that you're promoting. So when you pitch it on our main stage with 50 to 150 members every other Thursday, you will get more promotion to your profile. And then that traffic will go to your website or social media. You also get to share the stage with our celebrity speaking guests like Kevin Sorbo, Ken Davidian, Bill Walsh, Omar Perriou, Judge Joe Brown, just to name a few. And let's not forget our members' favorite moment of the evening, our Wheel of Opportunity, where you'll get to spin to win up to $10,000 in marketing and brand development prizes. Interested? Visit letter E, letter Z, EZWayFamily.com. Register for free and check out what all the excitement and buzz is about. We'll see you there. You know what? Let's just make this a little easier on you. If you're local, text Easy Way, no spaces, to the number 55678. Our system will take it from there. You are about to experience. Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Hello there, Radio Land. Here we are again, and I'm feeling grand. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got a dear friend from way back when scheduled to be on Carmelita's Corner this morning. We actually taught school together when I worked for the Los Angeles Unified School District. He also became an administrator uh, in Inglewood, an award-winning administrator at that, and uh he has many stories to tell. Actually, we're not quite sure where we're going to go with this interview, but I know he's been uh, having a little bit of a challenge getting on. So let me just tell you a little bit about him. Uh, he is a former groundbreaking educator, and as I mentioned, uh, he was also an administrator at Inglewood High School. And uh, he has established his legacy as a unique educator, 
I mean, uh, there, I don't think there's anybody else that I know of that quite has the same teaching style that he had. He is now retired and enjoying life, um, but we're just going to be looking back, uh, and I would like for him to join us momentarily. Uh, he has personally taken on challenges that have made a difference in the lives of at-risk youth. And I'm speaking of, you know, our acquaintance with both the Crips and the Bloods. We've had the best of both worlds. And he's done wonders with these young kids. And then at the same time, he also invited me to join the Opportunity, quote-unquote, school, where those youngsters, the at-risk and the former gang members, were students and uh, I taught there after I left LA Unified 1989 when I called myself retiring from teaching. And Jerome said, oh, no, you don't. We need you over here. So I, I had that great experience, and I hope that he'll we'll talk about that when he gets on the air. And um, we also had some wonderful honor students as well. And he had a special program with the honor students, and uh, he's brought them to many honors. <laughs> and uh, he's taught the students how to manage themselves. I mean, he, they didn't even really need him in the classroom. They were able to conduct themselves uh, in such a way that uh, it was really remarkable. And let's see if he's managed to get on now. Uh, Jerome, are you there? Greetings, greetings. Oh, right. There he is. Oh, right. (laughs) You had me going there for a minute, Jerome. I wasn't sure. (laughs) Well, I've got you now, and and I've already given away part of our interview by describing you to the audience. But welcome. Welcome on board to uh, Carmelita's Corner on the Easyway Broadcasting Network. And uh, I, I did, you know, send out a few notices to those people who I, I could get a hold of that actually taught school with us. So I hope that they got it in time so they're to tune in and hear you. And if and if they're out there, I, I'd like for uh, you to give them a shout out as well as some of the celebrities that you invited to the school that came to the school and made such a difference. The kids loved them. And when I say kids, I'm not talking about a little baby goat. I'm not talking about the youngsters that we taught. We had uh, junior high school and high school under our belt. Yes, Are you did. there, Jerome? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention that you are from Fort Pierce, Florida. Wow. <laughs> You're telling all my business, huh? Well, we're supposed to be interviewing you, right? Okay, all righty. Well, good morning. How you doing this morning? Well, as as the saying goes, I'm blessed and highly favored and very happy to be here another day. Uh, And I made it another day uh, on the earth, so I'm very happy about that. It makes two of us. That makes two of us. (laughs) Well, well, Jerome, tell us about... uh, our 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 journey you know we worked together for many years uh when we were at uh man junior high school and and we were near the the flashpoint of where the riots broke out we were near uh florence and western and and the riots broke out on normandy and uh florence so tell tell the audience about your experience you were so amazing the way you handled uh, your students, I mean, they respected you, they looked up to you, and uh, you were very stern with them, but at the same time, you had a wonderful sense of humor, you know, and, um, you know, I visited your classes. In fact, one time, uh, you had me take over your class, and uh, that was that was very interesting, <laughs> uh, because being an art educator, um, that was when you had a special program at Crozier Junior High School, and I was a guest. And uh, you you invited me to come visit your classroom, 
and I had an art project for them to do. And um, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because I was able to handle it, a couple of the students got a little frisky and decided they want to have a conversation with uh, having a boxing match. And what I did was I said, oh, no, we really need you. We need your help. And so since it was an art project, I, I pointed them both monitors on the spot and had them passing out the art supplies or what have you. And they forgot the reason why they were getting ready to fight. So, And I was there by myself, Jerome. You left me there by myself with how many students? About 40 of them or something. I forgot it was a lot. More like 50, I think. About 50, yeah, I, I know. And I was in there by myself, Jerome. <laughs> but you can handle it. You can handle it. You're great. I know. They love you. I know. Huh? They loved you. They loved you. They loved you. I was Mr. Meany. I was Mr. Meany. I was the mean guy. You were Mr. Mean. Well, well, they <laughs> they had to tread carefully around you, I tell you. You could walk in your classroom, and you could hear a pin drop, you know? I was granddaddy, daddy, mm-hmm. and so I was all of that. I was all yeah. of that. Yes, you were, and they would come back and visit you, you know, after they were grown. They'd come back and visit you, look you up. You're still connected with some of your former students like me, right? Yeah, I'm I'm still connected with a lot of them. Uh, They want to do picnics. They want to do some of the programs that we did from, you name it, from Latino heritage, black heritage, the different types and kind of programs that we did the entire year. And uh, we they learned a lot of different things because it was my goal to really inform them about what they needed to know and understand to become better citizens, better people in a race that, as you know, we came up pretty rough back in the 40s and 50s with the racism and all of that kind of thing. So, but my thing was was to them was to you gotta get educated, you gotta learn how to write well, read well, think well, because if you don't, you can't make it in a society of people who are going to demand certain types of uh, performances from you, especially when it comes to reading and writing, reading and writing and thinking. You know, we believe in the four mandated areas. I think it was reading, writing, speaking, listening. So we focused in on a lot of that and we also did a lot of, you know, productions, plays, uh, assemblies that we were always over, as you know, doing Black History, Latina Heritage Month, and just all of the different types of programs that we did during the course of the school year. You name it, we did it. Christmas programs, uh, Cinco de Mayo, I don't want to leave that out because that's part of our heritage. And so we did quite a few interesting things. And I think the gangbangers became interested because they had something to do. They had something to do. And, you know, I was kind of like this Mr. Scrooge. I didn't care about the guns. I didn't care about any of the weapons. I'd just walk up on them, look, give it to me. And I I assumed for a while they thought I was kind of crazy. But for some reason, for some reason, I think they blended with the craziness of me. And I would have some of the well, the most challenging gangbangers in my class. And in doing so, well, you know, it has to be God sent that they just blended all of a sudden. As a matter of fact, I got a call from um, a teacher saying that you have some kids at Centennial who are looking for you. They want to give you a tribute. They want to you at their class reunion. And would you believe a lot of them were gangbangers who are now married. And, boy, they still call me Uncle Rich, Mr. Rich, Daddy Rich. And so it, it's been funny. It's been an interesting journey. Uh, I enjoyed it. I just kind of jumped in there. I didn't care about the guns or anything like that. I was there to do a job in terms of teaching, and that's what I did. You absolutely did. And, you know, the way I managed to get over with them, they all thought I was their mama. You know, I was Mama Pittman. <laughs> you remember well, you know, that, was, don't you? <laughs> yeah, Grandma Pittman, Auntie Pittman, and I was 
Granddaddy Rich. <laughs> no, no, I was rich. Mama, Mama Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Rich. I, I remember during, during lunch break, I never really got a chance to, you know, when we were at Man Junior High, I never really had a chance you to you, you, to, you to get a break because they'd all be in my classroom during lunch break. It was like my class mean? never really let out, you know. We ate when we could. There was lunch break. Our room was packed. Your room was packed. Mine was packed. It was always a performance. We were always going out to uh, do some sort of performance. And my poor, the poor things I wanted them to understand was reading, writing, speaking, listening, and well, actually five things. And the last thing would be thinking. You got to think before you act. You got to think before you speak. So that was my kind of feature. feature. Yes. Well, now, listen, Jerome, I'm hearing the music in the background. That's uh, our cue to get on our horse and ride off in the sunset. So I just want to thank you for being a great guest. Uh, Thank you. I'm just so happy to have you as one of the best friends anybody could ever have. You've been so supportive of me and my husband, Jerry Pittman. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you. You all are family. You all are a great family. And from God, God knows I appreciate you and the great husband you have. So, hey, we're family. All right now, Jerome. Thanks again. Thank you. Easyway Magazine is your best vehicle to advertise in if you would like to reach a quality database in corporate Hollywood. Not only will you read the stories and enjoy the content, you will also get to interact through social media and get to meet who's featured at the event, as well as get exclusive interviews from your favorite celebrities. Easyway Magazine is a Los Angeles and Orange County-based magazine, but also reaches an international audience. Subscribe to Easyway Magazine today by following Easyway Broadcasting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or EasywayBroadcasting.com's website. To advertise, call 424-209-9290 or email contact at easywaybroadcasting.com. That's letter E and letter Z, because we don't do it the hard way. We do it the easy way. Another great segment on Carmelita's Corner. Absolutely. And it's time to get into our last segment and our last guest of the show. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Make sure you check us out on Google. Search Easy Way Radio and look at the... I think, Dad, uh, we're at over 2,000 episodes now of the uh, oh, Radio Boomers Live yeah. show. It's, it's incredible to look back and, and think about that. And this actually next guest is a uh, member on the EasyWayI.com platform. So if you like what he has to say and you want to connect with him, you can go to letter E, letter Z, W-A-Y-I.com and uh, reach out to him, connect with him. So Jason McNamara is an amazing, good-hearted person that founded a uh, organization called the no more nine to five club. And it's a platform, which is very beneficial for entrepreneurs uh, that really have a heart that want to give back and, you know, just wait until you hear how many different things they have happening on zoom, how the community has, has grown, who he is as an entrepreneur, I mean, he's an investor. He's a he's a uh, he's he's fought for our country. Uh, he's just a really amazing uh, uh, gentleman and friend. Glad to have him on to learn on what's happening with No More Nine to Five. He's also a, a great collaboration with the Easy Way Network. More value for the for the members and all of our listeners out there. Uh, welcome to the show, yeah. Jason McNamara. Jason McNamara. Jason, you're with us. Hello, Easy Way family. Eric, Jim. Oh my God, Radio Boomers Live. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> Blessings upon and we all. We have and one tomorrow. exciting topic coming up here with AI. Uh, looking forward to delving into that. Go ahead, Eric. Well, I, I, AI, I didn't know that was the topic that we were going to talk about, but it's a great topic. It's the most important topic. It's the, it's, uh, we'll, we'll call it the takeover topic. <laughs> so let's talk about how AI is taken over what what is no more nine to five what is jason mcnamara doing in in the ai space so it's a big it's a game changer let's talk about this guys because i I want to say i was listening to the show and i grew up in fort pierce as well i grew up poor and you know educators and education is how i changed my life and while why i was able to retire early and help other people do the same so when you think about education, you think about you're gaining intelligence, right? Now we're going to translate that directly into artificial intelligence. So a bunch of smart people put together computers that made our lives easier if you know how to use them. Now the computers are incredibly smart. 
you can search the internet way better than Google used to be able to, and you can come up with really, really amazing things. And we're using AI from everything to build out coaching programs, to drive traffic, to let our money make money for us. And one of the things that I was talking to Jim about earlier is all these modernizations in technology and the inflation and the havoc that it's really caused in our ecosystem. So when people talk about AI um, changing the world, it really is. And we need more good people. We need the, the people to really adopt it in a way that's going to change their life. Because I don't want to leave anybody behind. I want to see all of our people win. So, Jason, all right, so you got the Industrial Revolution. You have all these segments in time. You have a chart that goes across, and, and the meter is basically level until it hit the Industrial Revolution. Then there's a big bleep, and it goes along, and, and then, the, you know, the computer Internet factory goes up. Things like this make a change. But it affects employment it affects people you know and when you see like there was a video i saw of uh it was uh amazon and they had hundreds of these forklifts all over the place and the warehouse was huge so then they showed the after effect when when the amazon people met uh bezos met you know the tech guy that said hey i can replace those people and we could get auto forklifts and then the next one, it was this quiet warehouse with the hundreds of little forklifts buzzing around, moving everything in exactly the position it should go on the 20th row and the 13th shelf. It was like clockwork. But all those people are laid up. But yet there's the yin and the yang. There's another side of the coin that says when these things happen, it opens up new opportunities and jobs. Do you see that, Jason? Absolutely. It's all about efficiency. You know, when you talk about that curve in production – going up drastically, you know, it's a scary-looking chart, and it's almost yeah. exponential how fast we're growing as a civilization. So these, these things that are happening in the world don't have to scare anybody. Nobody has to be left behind. And I have gotten really good with my education because I've realized how much I don't know and that I can't learn everything. So I've surrounded myself with a whole bunch of experts and CEOs, just like every other good CEO and president does. Because I want to have the best of the best, and our goal is to be like Robin Hood and put it into the hands of the people to help them do better. Because I know what it's like struggling, growing up, not having. <laughs> and especially for the audience of older people that are living on a fixed income, the old strategy of putting your money in bonds isn't keeping up with the inflation rate. And it's, it's a, it can be a scary thing if you don't know what to do. But it doesn't have to be because we know what to do. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, it's like when they have the debate from the Harvard, to what you know, somebody in economics against the bot, and the first introduction, maybe the Harvard person might win with technicalities, but then after that, in the second round, the the bot has the AI has absorbed everything, it analyzes it, and they like like with that game from China, they lost the you know the uh, the game was one. Uh, and then after that, it catapulted when the AI took over and analyzes and just it just skyrockets. It's a growing thing where it teaches itself, but it, it can be a good thing. It doesn't have to be things because some people will say this could be spooky. They could take over. Where do you see that going? You know, like when it comes to anything that can add value, there's always a chance that some bad actors can use it for bad. But you know me, I'm ex-military. I've always tried to do good. We've started multiple nonprofits. The whole argument against that is if we have more good people on the earth doing good, it's going to outweigh the bad. So, there you, go. you know, yeah. Yeah, staying on good top answer. of things, AI can trade stocks. AI can trade forests. AI can do all these things that I could probably learn how to do, but not as good as AI. I'm a decent chess player, but if you ask me if I'm confident that I can play better than AI, I will tell you with confidence, no. It will beat me every uh. time if it wants to. <laughs> Yeah, and there there won't be AI uh, tennis player. Well, who knows? <laughs> Might get about out there doing that. So what's uh, now? You're studying AI and you're getting more involved in it. Are there any specific areas that are kind of surprising you that you really? Of course, nobody knows everything that's going on. But are there any specifics in there that are like kind of a game changer or that you didn't realize in the world? So many AI? specific. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I love how AI can make our money make money for us automated and passively. I love how AI can communicate with people. Like we can train it to be a trusted advisor and 
and have it chat and give excellent customer service, reducing overall cost and efficiency because ultimately that's what every business is off is after. We use AI to guide our customers in making their lives easier in every single department, savings, earnings, wealth building, networking, health and wellness. We try to incorporate as much intelligence and, of course, as many human experts to oversee it as possible. Okay, so you're getting the inputs. Do you balance that off? I mean, you take the AI, AI input, and then you also go by experts in the field and kind of blend it a little bit uh, in your investment portfolios and your advice? Absolutely. As, as far as AI has become, it is not us. It's not as creative. It doesn't have the empathy yet. And we need to monitor everything that it's putting out to make sure that it's, it's doing the right thing. AI even if it's effective over 99% of the time, that little percent of a chance that it got some wrong information, it needs to be right. fact-checked because we don't need those mistakes. Probably doesn't have, you know, the latest of everything's going on, which can affect the market, you know. It's amazing how any specific thing that comes along or even a rumor, how it affects the market. And, you know, all right, so you're on a show with baby boomers. And I was saying earlier that, it's one thing when you're 30 and you make a mistake. I mean, I had a lot of real estate in uh, the North Gulf Coast in Florida, and losing it or having an issue at 35 is different than when you're 65 because you don't have a lot of decades left that you can keep making these mistakes. So how is this uh, – do you think baby boomers should be more involved? And, of course, you guys are taking the reins, so we would just listen to what you have to say. But how do you think it's uh, – you know, where are the baby boomers sitting in all this? Uh, what, should, what should they be careful of? Yeah. So, you know, we, we work with a lot of different people, and we have people that have already retired that come out of retirement. Maybe they need, want to earn a little extra money, or maybe they're bored and they want to network and help other people, and we help them with that. We can hold their hands and teach them, and we actually offer assistance with AI because we have a large team of virtual assistants because not everybody has the bandwidth to learn AI. I mean, sometimes the, the, the newest update on my smartphone throws me off. I am not a technological genius. I just have them in my corner. And I can yeah. paint the picture, and they can get all the, the techie stuff done in the background, and we can do the same thing for anybody. They don't have to feel overwhelmed by AI because they don't have to become a master in it. They just have to know the overview of how it's useful and let it work. It be interesting to see competition in the world of AI. How does how does one factor of AI compete against another? I mean, it's and it's, you know, it's gro- funny you growing competition. Yeah, it's because I'm friends with a bunch of CEOs of AI companies, and you know we hang out and stuff. And you know the internet and the world is big enough for us to all collaborate. And one person's invention might make the other person's invention better. Sometimes two different people will invent completely different things, and a third person will say, I think I can combine those and make it better. So when we talk about AI and the exponential effect, you got to realize these people that are in the background doing things with them, the reason it came so far so fast is because of the potential to multiply. Yeah, and, and humans have intuition and uh, a lot of uh, you know, ideas that might come that may not be able to be discovered by an AI but they do go at an alarming rate. Like when there's a certain situation put on the table, how they analyze is just the numbers are astronomical on how it compounds the you know, information that comes in and analyzes it. And it's just a factor of 10 compared to a human might have a factor of one. So who so, knows where this is going in, in, so, in a year or two, let alone 10. <laughs> So let me let me hop in here real quick. We don't have much more time left on the on the show, and I want to make sure that the listeners uh, really understand, Jason. Obviously, you know what you do, what No More Nine to Five is, and really what what's the takeaway that they can get from you being a guest and being that this is on the topic of AI. The thing I want to say with AI is, if you are getting ready to get customers. There's a long drawn out process to doing that. If you are doing automation, there's a long drawn out process to doing that. If you're doing email follow-ups and you're, you're, you're creating copy, and even if you're doing a podcast and you need to put out newsletters, what AI has really done is save you an exponential amount of time and headache in, in developing the process to getting conversion ready is how, how I look at it. What I mean by that is you don't have to sit there typing out a whole email anymore. 
you can tell chat GPT, this is what I'm trying to do. And then it's basically done for you. And then you just edit it how, how you want. If you have a customer coming in, you can have a AI chat bot literally respond to that customer in whatever manner you teach that chat bot to do. It's almost like a real person that you're training and you're teaching. And the more AI advances, the more it turns into a, like a real person slash machine. So it's, it's basically saving business owners, entrepreneurs, influencers, a lot, a lot of time. And then if you notice too, you look on social media and I think LinkedIn is the first one to do this. It's actually going to start giving you the option to do AI posting or, or your own posting. And so it's very, very intriguing how, how it's growing. And, and uh, so, Jason, how, last question, how are you using AI to benefit your customers with No More 9 to 5 Club? Oh, we don't have 10 minutes. But I will say, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm partnered up with my partner, Ronnie Tsunami, with Rock U Academy. We Shout actually have Ronnie, an AI tribe. Absolutely. We have an AI tribe builders mastermind. So not only when it comes to lead generation and stuff like that, but every AI-related task – we have trained out a large international end team here in the, in the States that is trained up on AI. So our customers don't even have to come in and take the, oh, I'm going to learn all about AI and spend all this time mastering it. They can just say, AI is really, really cool. This is what I want done, and we get it done for them. We have tried to literally roll out the red carpet and give people no excuses to take advantage. So that's the fast version. That's oh. the fast version. Okay, and then you guys have an event. You said that you had something coming up. Do you have a date that you want to share? Yes. So the first Saturday of every month, we have a networking event. So that's at 2 p.m. Eastern. We have a uh, club uh, basic membership meeting at 1 p.m. That's going to go over the wealth building and the insurance tabs of the No More 9 to 5 Club, followed by a club overview. So I don't know if you can share that networking event on uh, on on the wall or anything like that. I know. Well, I, yeah, I it's it's on it's on your profile. So anybody that's listening, anybody that's Perfect. listening to you, yeah, you know, just look for Jason McNamara. Look for No More Nine to Five Club on Easy yeah. Way Network. Uh, and really, we made it really simple now, where we have our own social platform, EasyWayI.com. So they just search you, and they can just reach out to you, direct message, and it's real time uh, chatting. So if you're interested in, in Jason and what he's discussed today and what he's involved with and you want to get involved in the No More 9 to 5 Club and you want to get more networking opportunity and learn learn a lot of business strategies and, and, and tips, he's a great uh, member. So we definitely suggest you guys reach out to Jason and, you know, uh, how does the saying go, reach out and touch someone? We make it really easy for you to do that. So, Jason, thanks so much for being uh, a guest on, on RBL. Ready Boomers Live. Also, yeah. too, I wanted to throw this out uh, – which we haven't really discussed and talked a lot about yet, but we are uh, in the middle stages of the easy way, best of the best book. And we've handpicked selected members in the easy way network to be in this book because of what they've done for others and the changes they've made in others' lives. And so we will be putting Jason in that, in that uh, easy way, best of the best book. So stay tuned for that. Look for his chapter. Uh, Jason, thanks so much for being a guest on uh, Radio Boomer Thank Live, you, Easy Way Radio. Make sure you check out uh, Easy Way Radio on Google, and you'll see yourself on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Player FM, Amazon, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. You've been a fantastic guest. And you know, you Jason, there's so much here that you have, and there's so many doors to open. we got to do a part two on this because uh, it is uh, it's, it's a game changer coming, you know, and it's uh, at our doorsteps. <laughs> You know me. I'm I'm here. We're for the people. I was I was blessed with early retirement and a lot of wisdom and a lot of good mentors and I have to pass it on to others. Well, uh, hopefully we'll see you. Anything, uh, anything going on with that storm? I you know in my report I did. There's a little hurricane. Well, we we, we got to go, Dad. Uh, we got we got to get uh, get done with okay. the show here. We're a little bit a little bit late, but uh, hopefully we'll see you, Jason and Ronnie, on the August 30th with uh, Adam uh, Bricker and myself. The big uh, Zoom that we're doing at noon. Uh, so, guys, uh, easywayevents.com to check out our events. And um, thank you again for everybody that's tuned thank in and listened. Remember, you can go to easywaynetwork at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, easywaynetwork at gmail.com. And create your account at easywaynetwork.com. Uh, Reach out and uh, touch our Easyway family. And you can also search us, Easyway family, on LinkedIn and Facebook. Join those groups. 
Um, so tune in next week, guys. The next show is going to feature some amazing entrepreneurs, amazing celebrities, and you never know. It's kind of like a grab bag. You never know what you're going to grab and you're going to get, but we will promise you you're going to get some amazing information, education, and, and, uh, and guidance on all of our podcasts. And if you want to do your own podcast, so you want your own audio podcast on Easy Way Radio, reach out and touch us, easywaynetwork at gmail.com. All right, Dad, another well, great, fantastic you. show. Thank you, Marla Cross and Jason McNamara. This is a crazy trove of information, which they say, and looking forward to continuing this on. So till next week, uh, keep moving, keep the faith, and Radio Boomers Live is signing out. And thank you to Carmelis Corner and her wonderful guests. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live, also known as RBL, with your hosts, James and Eric Zuli. Be sure and visit EasyWayNetwork.com. That's letter E, letter Z. EasyWayNetwork.com to get access to our influencers and get promoted to over 500,000 visitors per month. Remember, Radio Boomers Live airs every Monday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget to download our app on any mobile device, Google Play or Apple Store, by searching Easy Way Family. That's letter E, letter Z, Easy Way Family. Subscribe to our show at easywaypodcast.com. Okay, Eric, great show. Till next Monday morning, keep moving, keep the faith, and Radio Boomers Live is signing out.